You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pets, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. Hi, I'm Susan Sims. And I'm Nicholas Veslowski. We are your hosts for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. You know, as editor and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, we know travel. We do, and we just can't wait to share our years of travel experience with you during our podcast each week. That's right. You know, recently I was lucky enough to um, explore the Los Coronado Bay Resort near San Diego, California with my black lab, Tasha. San Diego is such a beautiful city, but the Coronado Island, I think, for those who haven't experienced Coronado uh, Island, it's so beautiful. You actually take a bridge. You're in San Diego, and then you take a bridge over the the water, and it's quite a long bridge. And then you then you're in the world of Coronado, and it's just so beautiful there. Yet they've got old historic hotels, that, you know, pristine beaches. It's it's just fabulous. I mean, all that water. If you have a lab or any dog that likes the water, this is the place to go. Yeah, you know, I can picture it even now. You know, kind of thinking back on it, when you go over the bridge, and we kind of went when it was uh, towards sunset. So, um, you know, as long as you have your sunglasses on, you're fine. But if you're going (laughs) up the bridge, and then all of a sudden you come to the apex, and you come down, that sun hits you, but you're so high up. I mean, this bridge isn't your normal, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, 100 foot off the ocean. It's high Uh up there, so you can feel it. And if you're you're a little, you know, unnerving about heights, just don't look down. You'll be okay. (laughs) But then you Keep come your back eyes down. ahead, you're driving. <laughs> what's what's Keep that? Keep your eyes ahead, you're driving. You have to keep yeah, exactly. your eyes ahead. Just look at the lines. You'll be okay. <laughs> but when you come back down the bridge and you come into Coronado, it does feel almost like you are, that's your like vacation point because you're, you're leaving um, mainland and you're going on to this island. It's really, it is neat. It's really pretty. And I know Lowe's is such a, a special uh property, I mean, all of Lowe's hotels, and I think you experienced firsthand, you know, all the, the wonderful things that the Lowe's do, just as, not just the Lowe's Coronado Bay Resort, but the Lowe's hotels, um, all their brands, are do they do the same thing with what they offer for the person traveling with their dogs. Yeah, you know, the Lowe's brand is just one of those hotels that um, we just really love to travel to. They have a lot of things set up special for people traveling with their dogs. Um, they have a Lowe's Loves Pets program, um, and that's where they treat all animals as, a, as very important pets or their VIPs. So when you check into a Lowe's, you can feel that you're welcomed. I mean, there's dogs r- walking around. Um, the hotel staff loves to come up and pet your dog. So you really feel good about bringing your dog to um, this hotel. You don't feel like you know, you're inconvenienced to anybody there. Um, you know, one of the things that the Lowe's really does is they pride themselves on being able to uh, set up special programs. So, for example, if you went to the Lowe's in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, they actually have a program where you can, um, you can buy a package. I think it's, I think this one's about a thousand twenty, but, um, it includes a limo 
which takes you, whisks you off away to a recording studio. If you can believe this, you can actually have your dog recording a CD. Oh, my gosh. So it's a, like your dog is now a country western star in Nashville? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, gets, that helps you get right into the, the customary um, tradition right there in that area. But um, in Colorado, they have uh, an, outdoors, an outdoors-bound program. And that's where it's a, pretty much an all-day hike and excursion um, in the Colorado area. Um, and the one that's unique to the Lowe's Coronado Bay Resort is they have a surf camp. What's that? Well, oh, the surf like camp. It's a surf camp. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get to teach your dog how to surf. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, you're kidding. That's the thing. I mean, they really uh, go out of their way to create something unique and special so that, um, you know, you feel uh, kind of like when you bring your dog, it almost, it enhances your experience. We, that, I mean, that's why we do travel with our dogs. So we you know, don't have to leave them behind and we can bring them with us and, and have fun at what we do in the area. But to have actually a hotel design a program just for you and your dog is something that really makes you feel good about going to that location. Um, well, what do they and, do? Do they provide you a wetsuit then for your dog? Well, actually, uh, the dogs probably don't really need a wetsuit. It doesn't get too cold in the San Diego area. But what they do do um, is they have a, a list of items that they'll be able to give you for the surf uh, package program. So if you book the, the hotel reservation, it's $300. They give you a bay-facing room or an ocean-facing room. So at least you get you know in that mindset of being one with the water and being out there. And you get your dog all pumped up. Then they'll give you a book. It's called The Dog's Guide to Surfing. Um, it's usually it's basically an owner's manual for hanging 10 with man's best friend, which is kind of <laughs> cool. And then uh, they'll take you down to the dog beach on Coronado, which is not too far away. And they have uh, this gentleman. His name is uh, Tevin McManus, and he's with the Coronado Surfing Academy. And he will actually teach your dog how to surf. So they'll get them out in the water, and they have these special surfboards. They're uh, a little bit softer, so it has a special grip um, that your dog's able to hang 10 on in the water. So is the dog by themselves on the surfboard? Are you uh, on no, the they board actually, with them? They'll have the instructor behind them. So um, they'll, uh, you know, they'll go into, it's just the shore break. So the instructor will be behind them on the board, and then they'll go in. The dog, you know, sits there. In fact, in our, uh, one of our issues, we actually have a cover shot of a dog on the surfboard from the surf camp. It's um, oh, it's our summer 2006 issue. So if anybody wants to look online on phytofriendly.com, they'll see exactly how the dogs are able to, to hang paws over the, the board. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. And then and as far as what uh, this particular Lowe's property had to, to offer, I know I think most of them have a doggy menu, which I thought was really interesting because you've, you've got your day plan and you're tired and you come back and you can have room service. But uh, it looks like you can also have room service for your dog. Yeah, they really have some great items on the menu, and it was specifically designed um, with a veterinarian so that you know it's it's all healthy food and good for your dog to eat. Um, but it's supposed to help with jet lag or altitude adjustments. And some of the menu items they have like bow wow tenderloin of beef. Um, they'll have chow hound chicken, great vegetable feast, whisker licking liver. I mean, they have all these <laughs> um, you know unique items that uh, really as good food for your dog. They also have uh, general food. So if you wanted, um, you know, kibble or uh, canned dog food, they can provide that as well. Um, that sounds but, like so much fun. Yeah, and they even have it for cats. Yeah, exactly. They have uh, Kitty's Salmon Supreme is what, 
it's one of those <laughs> items. But you know, yeah, they're um, they don't discredit the other uh, species. <laughs> they're not just. I mean, we really love dogs, but they they encompass all. I mean, they they'll even um, loan you a fish if you uh, if you were not able to bring your pet with you. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know what? I think it, I think uh, these are the types of places that we love to share. And, and when we put our Fido Friendly magazine out there, we, we list a lot of different places that you can stay with your pet. But if people want to go online right now and they, they want to learn about the Lowe's uh, Coronado Bay Resort, yeah, um, do you have a website for them? Uh, yeah. If you just go to Lowe's, Corn, uh, Lowe's Hotels.com and then you do a search for Lowe's Coronado um, you know, then you'll be able to pull them up. And the, there's another uh, few things that are kind of unique to the Los Coronado Bay Resort. The one thing that you can do, okay, so when you check in, you have, uh, you'll have a letter from the manager. It'll list all the pet services in the area. You'll get a map with a highlighted uh, dog walking routes. You'll get infos on uh, pet shops, groomers, special attractions that you can do in the area, um, and also Fido-friendly restaurants, which is something that we all love to do once we you know, get into um, an area is to figure out, hey, what can we do with our dog? They also have a rental company right next to the hotel that, if you can believe it or not, they have gondolas that you can, you know, rent for the night and they'll go through the Coronado Ks and you'll get your your own little driver and singer, you know, with you. But you're also <laughs> allowed to bring your dog. Oh, that's how how fun is that? So how did ta- yeah. you took Tosh off the gondola? Yeah, we, we took a ride at night and they had the full works. They had the champagne, they had the strawberries and our driver, he's all, he asked us if, uh, you know, we wanted him to sing a little bit and we said, uh, yeah, so we had that ambiance <laughs> going for us. And so we kind of got swept away, you know, looking at all the, the nice homes. What we didn't realize was that Tasha was working her way to the champagne glass and started drinking out of our champagne. Oh, <laughs> so, you're kidding. You know, yeah, after that, the boat started to get a little tipsy, but we were okay. <laughs> so you have fun. So you had a gondolier and, and someone that could sing to you. You had champagne. You had, you know, this sounds like pretty romantic. So, uh, and bringing your dog along, that was the, the icing on top of the cake, I would say. Yeah, no, it was great to have Tasha with us. I mean, we really um, had a lot of fun seeing her experience all that they had to offer. So that was it was a great trip. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. So uh, anybody that's interested can go online to loshotels.com and then just, um, do a search for them but we're going to take a break and uh, coming up next is our travel tips so sit and stay we will be right back with more travel tales on pet life radio attention passengers please fasten your seat belts put your seat backs and sleeping pets in their full upright position and prepare for takeoff travel tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. 
Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Veslowski along with Susan Sims. You know, we talk a lot about travel and being on the road with Fido. And there are a lot of things that you need to remember when what to bring with you when you go on vacation. And for those of you that are new to traveling with your pet, the, the first aid kit is an essential part of your doggy's duffel bag. Yeah, we've asked Cher Luck, owner of Country Dog and Friends, to join us today and tell us a little bit about her first aid kit for pets. Hello, Cher, and welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. Hi, Cher. Hi, Susan. It's I'm nice so to talk to you. <laughs> likewise, likewise. I'm thrilled to introduce Country Dog and Friends Big Red Box, our first aid kit for pets. I think yeah, that's, that's awesome. really fabulous. You know what, Nicholas? I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but one of the fun things that I like about the Country Dog and Friends is is the Big Red Box. It's like a giant lunch pail that you can actually grab the handle and just grab and go. That's exactly right. And in the box, we have tons of bandages, all kinds of sizes for the small and big dog and cat. We've got lots of gauze, wrapping tape, but what really makes us different and special, we include a digital thermometer because those old-fashioned mercury thermometers just don't read very well. So you get a quick readout, and we also can get you the aluminum blanket, and we give a free tick remover. That's awesome. I like the tick remover is really cool. I've used that, and um, one of my dogs is a chocolate brown. She's a, she's really dark, and I know Nicholas has a black lab, and, you know, those ticks are hard to spot. So, you know, when you're normally just combing or, or brushing them or just massaging your dog is when you're going to find them, and those boogers can really be hard to get out. Absolutely. That's why we offer the scoop, which will just scoop it right out, keep the insect intact, and then you can take it to the vet and make sure that you don't have any uh, problems that may emerge. Oh, great. Like as far as if the tick had Lyme disease or anything like that? Absolutely. And what I just recently learned is that these ticks can survive through the winter as long as it continues to live and live off of a warm host. So you don't think that because the cold is here and the winter is about that your dogs can't pick up ticks. They can certainly live there all through the year on your pet. Oh, wow. wow. What are what are some of the places that your dog might get a tick? I mean, of course, maybe the forest areas, but do you have to worry about the desert or anything like that? Well, you know, there's 10 predominant states uh, that have the most ticks. So you're talking about the New York, New Jersey area, upstate, Midwest. So just about everyone, especially up in New England, there's just tons of those deer ticks. And then you have so many other different kind of ticks that just seem to gravitate towards real healthy, <laughs> <laughs> real healthy animals and humans. Humans, so you got to be careful. Oh. Yeah, and I, and I think too. Um, what I like about the your pet first aid kit that Country Dog and Friends has is you have two guidebooks. You have the guidebook for the dog care, and you have the guidebook for the cat care. So that helps those of us that you know. Oftentimes, we're not thinking about. Uh, any danger or, or things that could happen we're out to go have a good time and then when tragedy strikes or something happens that really requires your attention right away it's like oh my gosh what do I do and you provide these two great books absolutely and they're beautifully illustrated and I always encourage every pet owner whether they have the country dog big red box or their own first aid kit that they've put together pre-read the manual pre-read so you'll understand all the contingencies of all kinds of accidents that can occur, and it will stick. Trust me, when you go into an emergency situation, those little tidbits will stick in mind, and you'll go right into auto mode and help save your fen- a furry friend. 
That's really great advice. You know, I'm, I'm looking um, at the image of your box, and you have so much that comes out of this first aid kit. It looks like you really do get a lot for your money on this one. I was kind of curious, um, if you're going to, let's say, different environments, like if you go up to the snow with your dog or you go going into the beach and the surf, is there anything in particular that you would want to pay attention to for a certain area? Like if you're going to go into colder climate or warmer temperature, what's um, some of the things in the box that may be uh, better for those areas? Well, you know, my top picks are the emu and tea tree oils. Because if you're going into the forest or to the beach, you know, you have those little bugs and you have those little mosquitoes and insects that do bite. So that tea tree oil is a natural repellent. So even if your dog licks the wound or licks the body, it's non-toxic to pets. Scrapes and scratches, the emu oil kicks right in as well. It um, helps to speed up the healing, uh, repair any damage with those uh, dry patches on your animal, and that, that's good for cats as well. So those are the two oils I would bring along with the digital thermometer and that tick remover and a couple of bandages. So you can boil down the, the kit and just bring only the essential items that you do need. I also give you an eye and skin wash. This wound wash will just rinse out any deep cuts or any uh, superficial cuts so that at least you can see what's going on in there and then you can act accordingly. So I say this is the gift that your pet will never outgrow. You can buy them little trinkets and little chew bones, but this will really help take them to the next level and you'll feel so much more confident when you have your pet along with you during your travels. I like that you said this is a great gift because Christmas is just around the corner, hint, hint. <laughs> I love it. And you know our mantra over at Country Dog and Friends is choosing to be a responsible pet owner is praiseworthy, but knowing how to respond in a crisis is fundamental. So that's why I say I think everyone should have it a first aid kit in their home and no one will deny how important it is, but how many homes are really actually prepared for such emergencies. That's perfect. That's really good. I mean, a, a lot of our readers uh, to Fire Friendly Magazine, the listeners here, are ones that absolutely love their pets, take them everywhere with them, and I know they want the very best. So it looks like um, you know, a first aid kit like this is something that is an essential. Well, awareness is key. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Cher, for joining us today. And um, for those of uh, you who would like to check out your website um, to Country Dog and Friends, they can just go to countrydogandfriends.com. Is that correct? Countrydogandfriends.com. You can check out the website. You can also call our toll-free number, which is 866-254-5822 to speak to any of our live operators if you have any questions or if you want to send me an email. I'd love to help you. I just want to let you guys know that I'm now going forward with helping the canine units of the police dogs because we kind of forget about 9-11 and what they, the working dog, brought to the table. And they were really out there, the cadaver dogs, trying to find those uh, that were in the rubble, and their poor little paws were being burnt by all that hot steel. So I have to give a big shout-out for the canine unit um, of the police uh, dogs and all of those dogs that are out there saving lives and helping mankind. 
Well, thanks, Cher. That's great. And that, you know, that's a big kudos and high five pause to you because that's really an important segment of, of uh, what the people out there are doing with their dogs to help everybody in, in cases of emergency. So we're so happy that you took a moment to talk to us and tell everybody about the importance of pet first aid. And everybody that's listening, be sure to check out Country Dog and Friends and see what's in the big red box. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to give you our final friendly travel tips. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more travel tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. We are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Veslowski along with Susan Sims. Our Fido friendly travel tip today is being prepared when you go on the road with Fido. So, uh, what you want to do is make a list of important things to bring with you. Uh, you know, such items as your pet's first aid kit, your veterinary records, any medicine, food, water, uh, you want leash with ID tags, um, phone numbers of all the destinations you plan on visiting, so the hotels, uh, some of the areas, maybe even some web addresses um, if you're able to get online um, on the road. And then also you're going to want to bring Fido Friendly Magazine as a road guide that lists where you can stay with your pet. Uh, you know, Keep a spare bag packed and ready to go for that last minute road trip or an emergency. That's great tips. And one of the things I think is also important to remember when you do get a tag for your dog, put your cell phone number on there. Your home phone number isn't going to do a whole lot of good uh, when you're out traveling. So uh, be sure if you, uh, you think about it, Put two numbers on there, your cell phone number and your home number. So if Fido does get out, and uh, someone will be able to find you right away. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. And remember to learn more about where to travel with your dog. You can pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine at your local Borders, Barnes & Nobles, PetSmart, and Fido Friendly Hotels nationwide. Or you can also log on to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. And, and we would love to hear from you, too. So if you have questions or comments about our show, please feel free to email us here at Pet Life Radio. So until next time, leave no dog behind. This is Susan Sims along with Nicholas Veslowski for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Feslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.